Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. We have been talking about portraits, portrait of a blessed life. And one of the things I want to get over to you today is this, that you and I were not just blessed simply to call ourselves blessed so that we can go around and tell people I'm blessed. And I appreciate all of that, but I want to encourage you to take it a little bit further that you were blessed to be a blessing. That's right. Come on, say it. I am blessed to be a blessing. I am blessed to be a blessing. I pray that you would hear that and grab a hold of that and realize that God's intent is not just to bless you, but he wants you to be a blessing. Everywhere you go, in everything that you do, he wants you to be a blessing. Today, I want to look at Genesis chapter number 12, and I want to begin reading at verse number one. It says, now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him, and Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. So here we have this amazing story. We see this narrative of Abram. Here is Abram hearing God's voice and, and God speaking to him and said, what I need you to do, I need you to change, make a change in your life. I need you to get to a place where you are responding to me. Says so now the Lord had said to him, I need you to get out your country. Get out your country. And, and so he's having to leave everything that's familiar. And he says, where am I going, Lord? And he says, I'll show you. Not giving specific instructions. He just said, I'm going to show you where you're going to go. In other words, you and I are going to be walking together. And as we walk together, I'm going to so navigate you along the course that you'll know exactly where you need to go and you'll know at the right time where you need to be. My friend, what I want us to understand is this, is that God Almighty is a sovereign God and he's working everything according to the counsel of his will. And he's doing amazing things in that he literally directs the steps of the righteous. 
what you have to understand is this. God is involved not just in the righteous life, but God is involved in everything. And he's directing the affairs and causing this to be in place and that to be in place just at the right time. And so he had to tell Abram, I need you to get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Then he says, this is what I want to do. I want to, this, I will make you a great nation. You have to understand that at this point, Abraham did not have a child. He did not have one child and God is speaking to him about nations. <laughs> he said, I will make you a great nation. Now, please understand, when God speaks, he's not questioning whether or not the thing that he spoke is going to happen. He already has in mind the end from the beginning. And he says, this is what I want you to do. And he says, I'm going to make you this great nation. I'm going to do it. In other words, in my mind, Abram, it's already done. Then he says, I will bless you. And here that word is Barak. I will bless you. I'm going to cause divine favor to be upon you. I'm going to cause my strength to be yours. I'm going to cause you to have what you need. I'm going to give you the, the encouragement that you need. And he says, I will bless you. I will bless you. Remember over in Genesis chapter number one, it says, and God blessed them. Here we go again. God saying, I will bless you. I will bless you. Notice what he says. I'm going to bless you. And then he says, I'm going to make your name great. But I want to get to that other, the next clause. He says, and you shall be a blessing. I'm going to bless you. And because I've blessed you, wherever you go, in whatever you do, you shall be a blessing. Man, I want you to receive that today. Ma'am, I want you to receive that today. Sir, I want you to receive that today. Wherever I am, wherever I go, I'm a blessing. I'm a blessing. One of the things that um, Deanne and I would say over our son, uh, ever since he's been a little boy, really a baby, we say, you are a joy and a blessing. We begin to declare that you're a joy and a blessing. When God says, I will bless you, don't argue with him. Just simply receive it. Abraham didn't do anything to earn it. He simply, in fact, you'll look further down. Abraham believed God. Abraham just received what he said. He said, listen, I'm going to bless you. Abraham received it. And then he says, wherever you go, Abram, you're going to be a blessing. I'm going to make you a blessing. I want to encourage you to say that about yourself. Say that about others around you, that I'm blessed 
to be a blessing. I'm blessed to be a blessing. If you're on the job, I'm blessed to be a blessing here. If you're in your home amongst family, I'm blessed to be a blessing. And the, the challenge is to walk that out confidently where you are blessed to be a blessing. Notice, <clears throat> he said in verse number three, he says, I'm going to bless those who bless you. Here's that word again. First, he says, I'm going to bless you. Then he says, you're going to be a blessing. Then he says, I'm going to bless those who bless you. If anybody decides to cooperate with what I have put upon you in terms of the blessing, I'm going to bless them. My friend, when you bless somebody that's blessed, you're going to be blessed. That's what he says here. So anybody that blessed Abraham, God blessed them. I said, anybody that blessed Abram, God blessed them. Then he says in verse number three, in you, Abram, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now let's look at it. Verse two, I will bless you. Verse two, you shall be a blessing. Verse three, I will bless those who bless you. Verse three, in you, Abram, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So, my friend, you have to understand, God has in mind that, Abram, I want to use you as a conduit to bring something in the earth that the earth needs now, that blessing. My friend, get ready for this. The ultimate fulfillment of this promise is in Jesus Christ. You got to look at it. Turn to Galatians chapter number three. Galatians chapter number three. And as you look at Galatians chapter number three, I want to glance down at verse number eight. And when you look at Galatians three and eight, it says this. And the scripture, therefore, seeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preach the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, in you all the nations shall be blessed. Verse 9, so then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Do you hear this? Listen, this is referring to Genesis chapter number 12 that we just read. What Paul said to the church at Galatia is that God was preaching the gospel to Abraham. He was preaching the gospel to Abraham. God Almighty saying, this is what I'm doing. The word preach means I'm announcing some good news to you. The good news is this. You are going to be a blessing and I'm going to use you to cause every nation to be blessed. And that is fulfilled in Jesus Christ because he says, so then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Still in Galatians chapter number three. Let's look at it a little further. Look at verse number 26. Galatians 3 and 26 says this. 
for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many as of you, for, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ. Verse 29, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Whoa. So as a result of you and I being in Christ, any person that's in Christ, this text tells us that we are Abraham's seed. God had us in mind when he made this promise. He had you in mind and he had to use Abram as a vessel to get that promise through and it was ultimately realized in Christ. So when you put your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ, what happens is this. That blessing begins to be yours because he says, now you then are Abraham's seed and and heir according to the promise. It's to you as well. My friend, God has in mind, I'm not, when he says, I'm going to bless you, some of y'all think, well, he blessed me today to get a parking space. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I appreciate that. Yeah, he blessed me today to get a new whatever, and you name the material item. But when God says blessing, he's not just looking at you. And so I want you to expand. I believe God's trying to expand us and show us that when I say you're blessed and that you are heirs according to the promise, that I have something greater in mind than you ever dreamed of. God wants to make you a blessing and then bless those who bless you. And through you, everywhere you go, people are going to be blessed because that blessing resides on you. It rests upon you. You're blessed. Why? Not because of something that you've done. Simply because God is good. God had in mind that he wants to get something to the nations. And he, like Abraham, wants to use you to be a conduit, a channel through which the blessing can flow. I'm glad that Abraham didn't just say, God, uh, 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 I don't believe you. I know he may have had, Abraham may have had some struggles, but what I want you to understand is this. He believed God. He believed what God said. So my question then, my question then, as I hasten to a close, how do we walk in this. What do we do when you say you're blessed to be a blessing? And what is it going to require? I submit to you when we looked at the verses back in Genesis chapter number 12, it's three simple things that I believe Abram did. And I believe they re they're required of us as well to be a blessing. Number one, Hear him. Yep, I said it. Hear him. The Bible tells us that the Lord said to Abram. And so 
Abram apparently was listening to God. He was hearing God. He was listening to him. And so I want to encourage you, hear him. Hear him. Hear him. And and I'm talking about be attentive when God speaks. Let there be something in you that you cause your ears to perk up and hear him. What is he saying to you? What is he speaking to you? Hear him. Because he wants you to be a blessing. Hear him. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. You and I are bombarded with distractions. Sometimes we are just bombarded with voices, all kinds of voices where we need to clear the clutter and finally tune in to what God is saying. Hear him. On that matter that's pressing in your life right now, hear him. On what's going on in your family, hear him. On whether or not to marry this one or that one, hear him. On whether to change career paths, hear him. Hear him. Listen, listen. People can tell you all kinds of advice, and I'm all for getting wise counsel, but ultimately, I need to hear God. God will speak through people. He'll do all that, and I understand that in multiple ways that God will speak, but hear him. Hear him. Know what he is saying about the matter. Here's number two. Number two, how do I, you said I'm blessed to be a blessing. I need to hear him. The second thing is I need to trust him. I need to trust him. Why do you say trust him? Because the journey that he has you on, it may seem like you are making some steps that's going, that's seemingly counterproductive to where you want to go. But you know that you, God is leading you to do this. God is leading you over here. Although you want to be in a different place, doing a different thing, and sometimes we don't know why we are in a particular place, why this is happening, why this is going on, but my friend, there are no wasted moments in God. And so as you hear him, you have to learn, you and I have to learn to trust him, trust him. Trust him, especially in difficulty, especially when it seems like uh, all hell is breaking loose. Trust him. I'm not saying that as a cliche. I'm talking about let the depths of your heart just sink deep into the roots of God's love and say, God, I thank you that I can trust you. I know you know what's best for me. I'm not in agreement with all of this. If I had to write the script, I would have written it differently. But I trust you. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. So understand something. I've got to trust him. I've got to trust him. 
I've got to trust his love. I've got to trust his faithfulness. I've got to trust that he wants what's best for me. I've got to trust that his plan is best. I've got to trust his wisdom. I've got to trust his insight. I've got to trust his protection that he's keeping me from hurt, harm, and danger. Listen, some people can be very knowledgeable about a thing, but listen, they don't know all They're not all wise. They're not omniscient. They're not all knowing. So we have to trust him. It's what it's going to take. You're talking about blessed to be a blessing. You got to hear him. You got to trust him. And here's the last thing. When we look at what Abraham did, he heard him, he trusted him, trusted him, and he obeyed him. You got to obey You got to obey. When you look in Genesis chapter number 12, verse number four, it says, so Abram departed as the Lord had spoken. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken. Look in verse number uh, one, get out from your country, from your family and from your father's house. Verse number four, so Abram departed. Verse two, I mean, verse number one says, get out. Verse number four says, so Abram departed. If you look at this, he heard him. And all of these work together where I'm hearing, I'm trusting, I'm obeying. I'm hearing him. I'm trusting him. I'm obeying him. I'm hearing what he says. I'm here. I'm clear on that. I'm trusting his intent. And so as a result, I can step out in obedience. I can obey his directive. Whatever he's saying for me to do. I need to do that thing. I need to move as he says for me to move. I need to be responsive to his voice. The default position of my life needs to be, yes, Lord. Yes, I agree with you. I don't know who this is for today, but I believe God wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing. But these are foundational things that you have to walk in in terms of being that blessing. Here it is. I need to hear him. I've got to trust him and I've got to obey him. Come on, say it. Hear him, trust him and obey him. Father, I thank you. I give you praise that we can hear your voice. Jesus, you said, my sheep hear my voice. And the voice of a stranger, they will not follow. You gave us the critical skill of hearing your voice. And we can hear you. You say, in the day you hear his voice, harden not your heart. So we don't harden our hearts, but we simply hear you and we trust you. We trust you with this circumstance. We trust you with these people. We trust you with this problem. We trust you with our past, our present, and our future. We trust you. And God, right now, we say, yes, we'll obey. We'll take the step. We'll do that thing that needs to be done. Some of you, you feel that it's, it's, it's that step of obedience that's right there, that's your rest. Your, you, that's the tug. That's the tug. That's the tug. But as you get to that step of obedience, you, it may not make sense to you as to why on the front end. But I believe, as the old song says, you'll understand it better by and by. Are you hearing me? So hear him, 
trusting and obeying. Why? Because you are blessed to be a blessing. Listen, all of this is contingent upon being in Christ, being in Christ. Are you in Christ? What do you mean? Are you saved? Are you a member of the body of Christ? Are you born again? Jesus said, except the person be born again, he can't even see the kingdom of God. You won't see it. How do you get born again? How do you ask Jesus to forgive you of your sin, to come into your heart and be your Savior? You say, is it that simple? Yes, yes, yes. Come on, pray with me. Pray with me right where you are. Say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin and I ask you to forgive me. Come into my heart. Be my Savior and be my Lord. Change my life forever in Jesus' name. Amen. My friend, if you prayed that simple prayer, I want to just welcome you to the family of God. If you prayed it for the first time, listen, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing that. There's information on the screen, and we want you to text 313131. Uh, text Accept Christ there to 313131. And what will happen is this. You're going to get a download in terms of what's going to help you on your journey. What's going to help you on your journey? Some of you right now, you need to connect with us as a local church. Hey, hey, this is your church home. And if you want to do that, you can go to www.newcov.org. And what happens is this. There's information there. You can tag, uh, just hit connect. And there's ways that you can connect with us and get more information about the church. And we'd love to walk with you and share with you what you need to do on that journey. All right. Well, again, remember, you're blessed to be a blessing. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.